This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to this two-part Mean Girls mini-series, currently unnamed, uh, but uh, the hype is real. We'll see if it's still unnamed by the end of this session. Uh, it's it's me, your boy, Jay Cobb, Jay Diddy, Jay Man, Jay Money, Jeremy Cobb, uh, and I am joined uh, by my fellow halflings. Uh, say hi, fellow halflings. We'll start with the newest member. Hi, I'm Olivia Kennedy, but everyone calls me Liv, and I am also accompanied by another halfling, and it's... This halfling, hello. <laughs> hello, it's me, Jasper William Cartwright. I'm also here. And uh, I'm going to throw over to our extra special guest who happens to run an amazing charitable foundation. Hi, I'm Kyle. Um, I am the lead game master over at Planard Allies. And I also help, uh, I helped found the foundation for inclusivity in gaming. Um, we're super, super excited. Uh, we are getting started helping to decolonize the TTRPG space by making sure that creators of color and LGBTQ plus creators, I like to call them alphabet mafia creators, um, are their voices are uplifted without restriction um, so that they can actually help us inform ourselves and the world about what the hell's really going on <laughs> and everything. Um, and I'm super, super excited because our first uh, mythology adventure um, uh where we explore the actual creation of genies and gin with a fabulous, um, uh, a fabulous Muslim gentleman named Bashir Gauss is going to be going on sale in like, you know, just a little bit. Very excited about that. Ooh, our first, exciting like, time. Our first little fabulous project. Ooh. <laughs> and of course, our final, well, not final special guest, our final special guest Ooh. player uh, for this game. It's me! I'm Hello! I'll be talking like this the entire time! Please do. <laughs> oh, no. oh, the squeak! Also, I With just want to point line. out something that Jasper William Cartwright is the poshest name I've ever heard. Mm. In my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> but somehow I'm trying to actually top it with my character for tonight. So I'm excited to intro Listen, them. you posh motherfucker. <laughs> the name like that, you were posh from birth. You came out of the womb with like a smoking jacket and a pipe. Do you know like absolutely wild? I changed my name. So this, Jess William Cara isn't even Ooh. my original name. That's the first time I've ever admitted it. <laughs> An imposter. So, there you go. I chose this posh life for myself. You know what? That's amazing. As someone with the name Persephone Jade Valentine, I salute you. I salute you too. I, I, I salute <laughs> you too. <laughs> Oh, feel them the love. Uh, and of course, our uh, 
our GM, our guest GM. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, ConCon, uh, to rib Jeremy's intro. I'm Connie. Uh, Connie Chong, pronounced they, he and she. You can find me everywhere on the internet at ByConnieChong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. But tonight, uh, I will be a guest GM on Three Black Halflings for this uh, mini-series. This Mean Girls One Shot mini, mini-series? Best of luck, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here uh, on Three Black Halflings with these incredible folks. Uh, I am the GM and creative producer for Transplanar RPG, which is an all-transgender, BIMPOC-led D&D show set in Andake, an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world uh, full of grim, dark, gritty fantasy. So if that tickles yes. your funny bone, give us a uh, follow at Transplanar RPG on Twitch and on Twitter. Now that my obligatory self-promotion <laughs> thing is out of the way. Y- Not yes, enough. Preserving? Connie is so talented. <laughs> you need to <laughs> oh, go boy. check out their shit. Just, yes. just so you know, just Agrees. go. Agreed. Just listen mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am Agreed. now your deity. Mm-hmm. You will <laughs> <obey>. finally. <laughs> Thank you. I will. I am <laughs> currently you. following. So uh, yeah, no, I did mm. it. So uh, even as a player, abs- like Hoosier absolutely stole say, the Hoosier show when they first showed up in, uh, in, in Outlaws and Outlaws. Oh, so, yeah, like uh, oh, the fan favorite. Yeah, oh, I'm it's so touched. true. It is extremely true. <laughs> Thank you all so much for those affirmations. I'm feeling the love tonight, and I am ready to stab your characters with some knives. Let's Woo! do it. Let's begin. Let's get <laughs> oh started. Oh, my God. I'm for penetration. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I love the fact that Persephone is always here to just, like, set the tone and never let us forget what the tone of this one shot is to be. It is That is that is what it is, and we have to stay mm-hmm. on task. Thank you, Persephone. Yeah, on task with the penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this Jennifer Coolidge? <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I just slip into her just at whim. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. You slip, sure you slip into her into at oh. I know, yeah. Okay. Oh, who doesn't slip into me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Sorority Row. A bastion of sisterhood. Shared learning and spirited collaboration at the prestigious Strixhaven University, nestled in the remote heart of the Elmwood. We sweep past now, past emerald lawns, past buildings of polished brick and stone, past gilded eaves laced with foliate inlays, past grand minarets spiraling from the four corners of domed roofs until we reach the final grandest house on Sorority Row. The exclusive, elusive, invite-only, Alpha, 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 better known as Triple A, where the most important event of the school year is currently taking place. Shuirong's party. Get it, there is an explosion of water as a massive Goliath Jr., some lorehold jock, flings herself into the sapphire waters of an outdoor pool. A tidal wave erupts, spraying some screaming boys uh, on the deck, and the Goliath woman surfaces, feet touching the deep end, slicking her hair back and laughing. Triple A used to be a temple. A grand shrine to Asmodeus, devil prince of the ninth hell, master of suffering, whose acolytes committed blood sacrifice in the ritual pit out front. But then Professor Machinier of Witherbloom College cleared it out. And now that sacrifice pit is this swimming pool. 
Uh, we see the chlorinated waters of the pool rippling. And we also see a deck crowded with already drunk freshmen. Uh, an eager Quandrix Jr. waves Zirwan through the air, weaving a breathtaking mural of glowing calculus and arithmetic to a court of enraptured sophomores. The smell of alcohol is heavy here, as heavy as the twin moons that hang in the sky of the seven realms. Music, all rattling bass and hypnotic drum, pumps from the interior of the sorority house. And we sweep up now, up a set of black marble stairs where couples are busy necking, let's say, uh, past a set of gargantuan glass pillars forming the austere entryway into triple A. And within the pillars, we see white fog, like yearning storm clouds roiling within the glass. An amorous couple bumps against the pillar as they're uh, busy kissing. And we see the fog <laughs> respond. Uh, beams of blue and green and black oh. and orange light cutting through the murk like a laser show, uh, forming illusions of the couple's deepest desires. We see something extremely explicit that I cannot, in good faith, describe. Uh, and now we pan past. We hear the noise, Daddy, coming from the pillars. Uh, we pan past these explicit R-rated pillars, uh, past the massive awning of the front doors, and into the atrium of Triple A, where we see a Minotaur DJ set up on the stairs, working two different glowing, floating turntables at once, and a bunch of students dance at the base of these stairs, grinding against each other, laughing, singing along to the latest pop song of the Seven Realms. Glowing strands of fairy light illuminate the darkness like a magical rave, pulsing different colors in tune to the music. And now we sweep past the DJ, past the carpeted stairs leading up to the second floor, where even more students are milling and drinking and talking and laughing, and we push past them all into a room. A study. A large one with bookshelves stacked to the ceiling and a massive globe in the middle that's been pushed off to the side to make room for a circle of students playing spin the bottle. Summer Wallace, uh, you, you are one of these students. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you look like? Yeah. Hi, my name is uh, Summer Wallace. I am a color star. Um, I am a, uh, uh, well, you see... I come from a long line of very talented wizards. Um, uh, we're very rich. We're very powerful. Uh, everyone knows the Wallace family, and uh, I'm very proud to be a Wallace. Um, <clears throat> but if um, if anyone were to ask, I would be you know more inclined to, to do the spells that are more like cleric clericy stuff, cleric spells kind of. I, I'm a cleric. I'm a I'm a cleric. That's who I am. Um, but uh, yeah, I I, um, I have very long curly hair, uh, kind of iridescent green eyes, um, and I I'm I feel like I feel I feel uncomfortable. Everything about me screams discomfort. <laughs> um, and if you see me, I I would rather you didn't. Um, so right now. Being sat in this group of spin uh, people playing spin the bottle, I don't know how I got here, but my goodness, do I wish I was not here. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, and that is summer. Yep, yep, yep. Summer, your uh -huh. twin sister mm -hmm. Autumn, who looks exactly like you but mm -hmm. uh, prettier, uh, is sort of like nudged up against you on the side, and she's actually ribbing you. Right, she's like in this like a little low cut thing. You know what I mean? Autumn's like ribbing you in the side and just says, "Hey, hey, hey, look over there. They're here. You should be more like them, don't you think?" And Summer, uh, 
Autumn, your twin sister, and Zig, your older brother, uh, the Wallace wizards proper, not a cleric, uh, are always comparing you to this particular person uh, across the way from you, saying you should be more like them. Who is it? Uh, they think I should be more like uh, one of Zeke's personas. <laughs> Let's go with um, the list of people that I have here. Uh, Mantis. Yeah. Mantis. Should be more like Mantis. Okay. Sure. Uh, Summer, it's your turn to spin the bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, um, I nudge Autumn, like, get out, get out of the circle, get out. And then I, this is not for you. And then I lean forward and I, um, very sweatily shake the bottle. I shake the bottle first and then I I shake it. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Okay. I put that down and I spin it. And then I, um, my anxiety takes over. Uh, the bottle senses your anxiety and rattles uh, disconcertingly on the carpet. It spins, rattling, glowing blue and purple and red until the neck. Uh, the lip of the bottle slows and lands on Mantis. Oh, Mantis had been gazing out of the window, staring at the various glowing birds and what strange animals had been like not yet transfigured by all of the magic flying around, uh, observing wildlife in something approximating its natural habitat. She is dressed still in the robes of a wither bloom student. Uh, she is a minotaur, although she more strongly resembles an antelope uh, than a cow. And she is super into animals and other like non-humanoid beings of all types. Uh, and so it doesn't even register with her. Like she kind of just sat here and didn't realize that this is what like, she was actually participating in a game. So when she looks down and sees the bottle, uh, she's like, oh, um, uh, should I? Uh, is there anything in it? Did somebody spill this? I can go get a refill if we need. Uh, I think a Quandrix senior who's sort of the one like leading all of this, like sort of speaks up. He goes, uh, no, two of you are supposed to kiss. Smooch. Oh, OK. Uh, she just sort of leans forward and she's like, Wait, I'm actually, you're right. I should go and fill this up. I can do that. That's something that I can do. And then she'll just kind of squirm her way out. She'll like, ro- she'll like roly poly backwards <laughs> out of the circle and like, <laughs> and like slink her way out of the room to go and very briefly get a drink and we'll come back. Okay. Yeah. You, <laughs> well, we can rain check it. <laughs> uh, Mantis, the Quadric senior looks at you. It's your turn to spin the bottle. Uh, and as I think your hand's like still on this bottle, uh, why don't you tell me as like we like zoom in on like your your furred kind of antelope face with like your, your big horns coming out. There's someone else in the circle that maybe you're keeping an eye on, perhaps subtly, but you're keeping an eye on them because you've struck a deal with mm. this character to keep your, let's say, secret identity under wraps after they mm. saw you in a really compromising situation. What was the situation who is it? So I think the individual I've entrusted with my secret is Lily Mantle. She caught me when I was in mid change uh, because 
Mantis Eland is not my only identity. Mantis Eland is actually one of the many personas of the changeling named Ambrose Eryx. Uh, and Ambrose, in between, uh, it was actually heading towards a play practice and was had ducked behind a bush to quickly transform from Mantis Eland into Misty Darkholm, mistress of the stage, she who has been accused of sabotaging many another student <laughs> uh, in order to get the roles she wanted. Uh, and and I, because we have a pre-existing relationship, I was able to strike up a deal uh, with with Lily. Please, please do not tell anybody. They'll think it's weird. It's not weird, but they'll think it <laughs> no, is. No, it's actually very cool. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I, it really is surprising to me because everybody seems to think it's weird when I change. But to me, it's like a normal thing it's to do. It's like you just build a new person you want to be at a moment's notice. It's just... It's so totally chill. It's very cool. You just reinvent yourself like every five minutes. Exactly. And this way I can have more friends, have more relationships, experience more things and be more people to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point in your memory, the the bush that was actually a sham- shambling mound uh, that you <laughs> ducked into starts like moving away. So like moving your cover away and there's like, people playing like like fantasy lacrosse or something like on the field behind you. <laughs> I quickly finish my transformation into uh, from Mantis Eland into Misty Darkholm in this memory. And I'm like, oh, my God, Lily, this is going to be such a good arrangement. Misty, you're just like so pretty. It's like you have clouds for eyes. Thank you. Misty actually has bright blue skin and kind of like reflective looking yellow eyes. And she is actually a uh, a Silver Quill student, a Vidalcan specifically. Uh, And so she's like, thank you. I tried to make sure that the shade was going to be like appropriate. And I'm really pleased with how it turns out. Listen... We're going to form so many friendships between you and whoever else is inside of you. So, oh, thank you. It's going to be great. So many bondings. Hey, a grating voice cuts over Lily's voice in your memory uh, as you're jolted back into the present. Ah. And the Quandrick senior is going, hey, Witherbloom weirdo, spin the freaking bottle. Oh, uh, okay. I just spin it and then get up and walk over to the window to look out at, at, the, bird, at the birds again. Uh, so everybody can keep playing. The bottle finishes spinning, its neck turning and turning and turning until it slows down on the carpet and lands on Lily Mantle. Oh my god, me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, Lily. Lily is a, is a tall five foot even. <laughs> she is the most delicate looking half orc you've ever seen. She has deep purple skin, uh, pale pink hair that's currently in a bunch of sort of pigtails across her head. There's at least six of them that ride down to mid chest and then flip out. Uh, very 90s. She is wearing a dress that looks like it's tool but enchanted to glitter in the light and change colors. There's a few stars embroidered across it. And she has purple, almost opalescent eyes that reflect the light of the room. And she is an eldritch knight, an artificer savant here on a full ride. Mm. Hell yeah. Speaking mm. of you being a savant, is your, let's say, artificial companion with you? 
oh yeah, heart is totally here with me. So heart is my humanoid automaton creation as she specializes in AI research. Uh, and she has managed to create heart, the heartfelt adolescent robot tactician who is her attempt at creating an AI that understands the concept of love. And the goal, the secret goal here is to have him form a bond with a student to better further her research. It might be unethical mm. to do so without people signing off on it, but whatever. <laughs> so do, does Hart like look like a person? Do they like not look Hart like a robot? looks like a person. I will describe Hart to you. Hart looks oh, like ooh. the prototypical blonde jock in every teen movie. Like quaffed blonde hair, broad shoulders, wearing a letterman jacket and a um, wife lover shirt. New term that I learned. <laughs> With nice. like perfectly formed Cupid's bow lips, high cheekbones, tan skin. Very much the classic art archetype that she's based on her research reading about teen heartthrobs. <laughs> Uh, the perfect teen heartthrob uh, is he perhaps sitting cross-legged next to you as the bottle finishes spinning he on you? He is indeed, and he is staring not at the bottle but at me, looking for guidance. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. As the bottle finishes spinning on you, the Quandrix senior goes, uh, "Hey, wither, fuck it. You know what? You're you're Prismari, right? Just just spin it. It's fine. You don't have to kiss that weirdo. It's okay. oh my god, I." Well, I like kissing different people, don't you? I mean, yeah, it's the whole point of this game. And I mean, it's you're an hot enough. experience for everyone involved. <laughs> you know? uh, sure. You want to just spin the bottle? <laughs> sure. I'll spin the bottle. And very slowly and gracefully, she reaches forward, rests a hand, palm down on the bottle, and then goes, ah. And just spins it. <laughs> the bottle very pulsates, slowly pulsates with a pink light, pussy pink light, one might say. And your companion heart tears their like perfect, like beautiful. I think like bl bright blue eyes, right? Like off of your gaze onto someone else in the circle. And Lily, you know, as the bottle spins and spins, and all eyes are feasted upon it. Heart has taken a very keen interest. Uh, outside of your own guidance, in this person in particular, who is it? Tiberius Armani Maxton. And that's who the bottle stops on. Tiberius, introduce yourself. Who? Me? <laughs> Fine, of course. I am Tiberius Armani Maxton. It's a pleasure to meet you all. You are so very welcome. Uh, I am, well, uh, how to describe me? My father invented uh, Bitcoin, so yes, we really are uh, kind of the richest people in the world right now. And, um, well, my mother invented Pridathon, so, you know, if you need to stay active at home, then there's nowhere else to look, really. And, uh, well, me, uh, you see standing before you a... 
a tall, tall Leonin uh, with a long and thick black mane, uh, which seems to sort of go betwixt his rippling uh, sort of chest muscles. Uh, he is uh, absolutely swole as hell, not wearing any form of T-shirt um, or anything really, but wearing thick golden armor on his bottom half. Um, and uh, he, uh, with a rather large and clearly too large, codpiece, uh, golden codpiece in the center. Uh, you, you notice as you look a little bit closer, he actually seems to be hovering slightly off the ground. You see, he actually is being supported by his uh, his his broom. Uh, he calls it uh, 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 Jeff Broomzos, and uh, this broom supports him so he can recline in a leisurely manner at all times. You see, Tiberius Armani Maxton doesn't do anything physical unless it's to win a game of sports. <laughs> so as I look across the circle to see that it's landed on me, I look across to Lily and say, huh, I, um, uh, you must be that, um, uh, what is it? Uh, somebody, somebody, name, please? Anyone? The Quadric Senior eagerly says, uh, uh, Lily Mantle, I think? Ah, right, right, of course. Yes, Mantle, that's yes. my name. Yeah. I'm in Prison Mari. <laughs> Oh, the, yes, the Miss Murray, of course, Tiberius? the best school. What are you saying? What? I, 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 think, I think she's on scholarship. Right. Okay. Well, don't look down on people. It's fucking gross. Well, oh, no. Oh, of course God not. Oh, damn. Right, right, right. right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, Such yeah. an ugly look for you. So what's the aim of this game? What do we do now? Huh? You're supposed to kiss. Oh, right. Well, okay. Sure. Hey. Wouldn't you much rather kiss my companion here tonight? He's a new transfer. Um, would I rather kiss your companion? Uh, Gestures to heart. Um, sure, why not? Heart, go Uh, for it. Yes. Uh, okay. And heart with almost like a too perfect motion, like gets up, right? Like from where he's been sitting like cross-legged and like kind of like scooches awkwardly like over the carpet toward Tiberius. Uh, with a with a sort of a, a, a rather a huge claw because Tiberius is is massive. None of this is natural. It's all steroids. Um, <laughs> the huge claw uh, kind of uh, sort of brings the claw like underneath uh, Hart's chin, and then uh, with a little flurry pulls a mint out of nowhere, pops it in Hart's mouth, and then pulls him into a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, well. Mm. And Lily, you can see a uh, heart beginning to blush, right? Like they're like pale, like kind of per- like skin is starting to sort of flush kind of red and rosy pink. I knew installing the blood sensors would be perfect for him. <laughs> heart like Phase scooches back very quickly. Complete. Uh, Lily pulls out a notebook from nowhere, just sort of pops into her hands and starts taking furious notes. Uh, heart, heart leans into you and whispers so only you can hear. Did I, did I do well, Lily? You are so good, Heart. Just I, you're so good. You're my thank you. Pride and joy. You're the best creation I've ever done. Oh. That means so much to me, uh, Miss Mantle. I like him a lot. He's so big. And his muscles are so big. The codpiece, too, is kind of big. 
Yeah. Uh, and we we zoom back to you, Tiberius, and mm. <laughs> like your your mouth is like gotta like slick with with the kiss a little bit. Um, and I think as it's your turn, <laughs> as it's your turn to spin the bottle. There's someone in this circle uh, who I think the conversation has glossed over a little bit. No one's really paying him any attention. But uh, you you catch them out of the corner of your eye because Tiberius, listen, you've got it all, right? You've got mm. money, you've got mm. image, you've got mm. reputation. Mm. But this person once said something to you that made you doubt everything you thought was important. What did they say and who is it? <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, you see, uh, this uh, person <laughs> dared to, uh, uh, say to me that I, um, that I haven't worked <laughs> for what I have, you know, that I have not, um, I, I, that I, whilst I, I am blessed with, with privilege, of course, I, I acknowledge my own privilege, but on, on top of that, I have worked so hard. You know, I, I, that's the thing people don't realize. You, you, you have to get up off your ass and, and work, you know. You can't be... <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Standalathon. Um, Standalathon was actually the person who said this to me, and I've never quite gotten over it. Uh, and so I think uh, that Tiberius will uh, step... Uh, kind of extremely lightly off of the uh, off of the broom, um, and uh, with the other foot, kind of land and just crush the bottle under his foot, and then just point at Sandalathon and be like, "I think it landed on you." It so often does. We pan across the circle <laughs> to you, Sandalathon. Who are you? What do you look like? Sandalathon seems in sort of a constant haze. As you gaze upon him, you realize that from every angle, he is probably the most beautiful person you've ever seen. That light seems to follow him and light him perfectly in every situation. He is also (laughs) quite distant, um, a little older than the rest of the students. He's, He's... been around for quite some time, never quite living up to the expectations of his father, uh, Professor Machineer, who sadly is no longer with us, um, who is the one who actually cleared out this entire sorority of the cultists for Asmodeus. Um, He's been around, he's seen it all, he's done it all, he's used to being courted by anyone and everyone. Um, And he does recall that evening when he said that Tiberius hasn't earned anything, hasn't worked for anything. He's gotten everything handed to him. Um, He also remembers when Tiberius uh, reached out to give him a hug and he felt all those giant muscles that his only response was, I'll thank your dealer for those later. (laughs) As Tiberius crushes the bottle. Sandalphon simply gives a very gentle laugh as his sparkling golden hazel eyes light upon heart and say, if you'd like to try something that's real, 
at some point, dear. I'd be happy to oblige. Oh, yes, because I am real. Uh, he, like, looks at you, Lily. <laughs> because real people like to try real things, and there's nothing fake or artificial here happening. Life is all about experiences that you can have and feel joy from. I absolutely agree. Mm. There's, um, would, I, would I have any idea that this is a construct, since I deal with constructs on a regular basis? Well, I think it? I'll allow you to, yeah, to make a perception check, Lily, if you want to, uh, against Lily's, what's the skill you're good at? I think Arcana would make the most sense. Y'all can make contested rolls. Okay. Here we okay. go. First roll of the night. Let's do it. First rolls. Uh, let's see how good my work is. Ooh, not great. Heck yeah. Okay, 16. Oh, 19. Ooh, Ooh monstrous. Great. I have an 11 to Arcana, <laughs> so I rolled I rolled an 8, which isn't a great roll. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Sandalfon, looking at heart, uh, there is something, like, he, he's almost a little too perfect, but that's it. I mean, but so are you. So nothing particularly suspicious about that, right? Uh, Hart does seem kind of nervous, and you've seen him, I think, throughout the course of the night at this party, like kind of glomming onto the side of Lily the entire time. Like he's kind of almost scared to leave her side, even though he's very pretty and could do very well on his own. That's the only thing that maybe is a little out of place for you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look over at Lily and be like, Lily, dear, are you two mm-hmm. together? Is this open? What's happening here? <laughs> oh no, Hart is. Well, a recent transfer. It was sort of like a testing out the campus. Oh. We go way back. So really, we're not anything but close personal friends. Oh, fabulous. He's just a little nervous, you know? It happens. It does. It does. It's my first party. Not ever, but just for uh, for first Shrywong party. Um, by the way, Summit is going to just like um, nudge Tiberius's foot out of the way, just like um, I got I got a new bottle. I didn't think that this would actually come in handy, but I got a new bottle. <laughs> so if you just want to, no one had noticed to come back in at all, Summer. You came in, you no. Tiberius, right? Um, but the Quandric Senior looks to you, Tiberius, as you've crushed this bottle. Doesn't even acknowledge Summer's existence. Uh, I guess the game can be over if you want it to be over, Tiberius. Beery, can I call you that, man? Did you Beery? say, can you call me Beery? <laughs> no, no, okay, no. Ta- no, 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 I'm sorry, Zeke I'm sorry. I just, you know, thought me maybe. Beery, okay? Where is Zeke, okay? I know, Zeke? I know, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody please find Zeke. Mantis hearing this, like, starts <laughs> out of her reverie, runs over to Lily. She has also covertly had a mage hand taking notes into her spell book throughout this as well, just like an absent-minded thing. She runs over, she's like, um, I have to go to the bathroom really quickly. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, and she just, like, grabs her spell book, Zing! runs out of the door. <laughs> as soon as I can get to, like, like dive behind, like, a counter or behind a wall or something, I execute my transformation into Zeke Bolt, the six-foot-five beast beefy Azamar jock who comes striding out. It looks like he has black curly hair that he somehow like, he like chemically relaxed and then put huge amounts of gel in and then bleached. Uh, So he has like these frosted, it's like an Afro that's been turned into a Jersey Shore frosted tip situation as he comes like striding out like, bro, Timmy, dude. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so glad you're here, Zeke. Ah, mm, protein. Protein me now. Come on. Come on. Oh, dude. Totally. 
I got you both, bro. He takes two, like, they're just jars of protein, hands you one, and, like, you guys do, like, the, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. couples thing where you, like, wrap yeah. your arms around, just drink protein. And just pound powder. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, even, not even mixed. It's just the powder. <laughs> oh, no. And immediately no, no. and start doing push-ups. I start spotting yeah. him. <laughs> Come on, bro. All you. All you. I'm, like, lifting him. I'm doing I'm doing like five Jeez. claps in between each push-up. <laughs> I'm holding back? him in the air between each <laughs> Yeah, I'm catching you, so you're getting the claps in and sitting back down. All yeah, you, bro, so all you. I wouldn't be able to do this on my own. <laughs> I think at this point, Hart leans into you, Lily, as there's just like masculine groaning and grunting uh, happening like across the room and just goes, is this what you call an intricate ritual? <laughs> Let's go, Barry. Grind it out. Grind it out. Romance. I'm feeling blood getting very hot in my face. When I look at that, is it going to other regions too? It might. Why are we so wet already, dude? You got a lather going. Feel free to join in. I uh I don't well, I, they look pretty close oh. I don't want to intrude mm. can, I get, oh. can I get the mirror I need to see myself there oh, is no. nothing wrong you, bro, with making friends um okay heart picks himself up as the two of you are moaning and groaning and sweating and straining and glowing with sweat um heart kind of walks over like lo- looks at you over over his shoulder for for reassurance Lily um, if you, oh, just as a clarification, I do have stats for Hart because he's also my steel defender. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, so there's a plus two strength if you make any rolls here. Yes. Oh, okay. Go on, Hart goes, sweetie. I believe in you. Uh, hey, you guys look like you like muscles. How about this? And he walks over to the massive globe that's been pushed to the side, like freaking huge. Like that thing's at least a ton and attempts to lift it Whoa. over his head. So Lily, make an athletics check for heart. Heart, 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 Come on, heart, I eyeball everyone in the room and I'm like, I'm, I'm demanding that everyone join in on this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anything to stop the groaning, anything to stop the <laughs> That's a... 16. That is sufficient, but heart can't hold it for too long. I think like ad- like fake adrenaline pumps through his body. Ah! And he cleans it and jerks it over his head uh, in front of Tiberius. Wow. And Whoa. That's some of the most impressive jerking I have ever seen. Oh, I've seen so much wow. jerking. Decent jerk. Oh, God, no. Jerking. <laughs> Making note of this ritual. Uh, I want to run and try- attempt to chest bump. Uh, heart. Just oh, sure, 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 sure. Whoa. Whoa. He's like holding it. Yeah. <laughs> you like bump, you bump into him and he uh, quavers and drops it like, oh, like drops the weight like over the back of his head. And I think you end up like kind of awkwardly hugging. Like he's like reaching out for affection as you just bump him <laughs> and he, his hands just kind of go behind your back. But, oh, sorry, oh, dude, uh, bro. Hey, dude, dog, bro. Uh, uh. Yes. That was really impressive. Dog, wolf, fox, bro. Hey, my canine. That <laughs> was you. really, that was, that was something, dude. That was very feline of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lifted that like a cat. Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm <laughs> so you. wet, dude. Uh, I've been sweating. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I'm wet too. I'm wet all the time. I'm, I, oh. I'm, I just like to be wet. That's sick, dude. I like to be wet too. Uh, uh, Should we li- kiss li- or li- like? Li- I don't know. Oh, I, I'm confused about the situation. <laughs> li- 
literally, literally, what do I do? Um, be yourself. Uh, <laughs> okay. Be as wet as you want to be, heart. I heart, support you. Heart surges forward and kisses Zeke full on the lips. Uh, Zeke, Whoa. Zeke, while kissing heart, starts chanting, like, dude, 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 while still dude, kissing dude, and fist bumping. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in, I, into I heart's mouth. Like, dude, 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 dude. Right. On this thing happening, we're going to pan away from the chaos and toward summer. Summer, have you stayed in this yeah. room or have you by the gods left? <laughs> She uh, she was like on the precipice of, of of leaving. Then she saw the heart was doing something, and she was like, "Okay, that's interesting." And then this started happening. And she was like, "No, okay." Um, so yeah, I think she's going to um sh- to leave. Um, but uh, I think she was looking for Mantis, but now she doesn't know where she is. So she's looking for anyone who might look like they want to just like have a have a hang away from here. <laughs> so like maybe Sandalfin. Yeah, as you as you said, I was going to say as you step yeah. out, Sandal yeah. Pond just sort of looks derisively at the rest of the people in the room, and it's just like, yeah, okay, all right, this do again. Wanna, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to head out? Yeah, okay, great, thank you. Okay, yeah. cool, awesome. Um, Let's just get I'll, a drink. I'll Let's just get a drink a far away from here. That would be great. I'm g- I'm going to pull out a pipe. I'm going to light it up. A pipe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a as I start smoking. Oh, what um, what is that? It, it's a very sort of specific weed that we grow in the um, in the greenhouses of Witherbloom. And oh what yeah, no, I, I've is, been down to that to that greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. I love this stuff. And as you um, as the smoke sort of swirls around your head, um, a word will always appear above you, sort of as a descriptor of what's going on with you right now. And so above <laughs> Sandal Fawn's head, it just says, bored. <laughs> I'm curious what it says above Summer's head. Um, I, I think the overriding feeling Summer have, has right now is just disgust. <laughs> so <laughs> just a g- floating, like probably green cloud of disgust <laughs> is just, um, yeah, orbiting ahead. Yeah, um, it's just like, uh, yeah. There's as people are passing on the stairs, you start seeing like just like wasted, just like like just you know filthy, <laughs> addled, like, filthy. This. Okay. Um. Uh. Who? Um. So this is I. <laughs> I. Everyone is immediately drunk, and I. I kind of thought that you know, there would be a little bit of a preamble before the immediate, you know, uh, getting super drunk and high. I, I kind of th- had a thing that I was going to do tonight, but but I, it might not. From upstairs, you just hear a distant, uh, from Tiberius, you just hear a, right, I think I'm ready to start drinking now. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. <laughs> You mean <laughs> that was just that was just surface level. That was just yeah. that was ground zero. Yeah. God, no. This is fine. Uh, do, do you um do, do you do you do this a lot? I mean, as a 
As a child of a faculty member, I have had to go to essentially every single party. And as the child of one of the most famous faculty members, I'm always invited, Mm -hmm. mostly because they know that if there's trouble at the end of the night, I will have no issue absolutely shattering somebody's ego, emotions, and brain in that Mm -hmm. order um, in order to turn them into a puddle of sobbing misery and roll them out the door. Oh, would you maybe not do that to me? Would you mind if you don't do that to me? Is that okay? Or Oh, absolutely, my oh, so, dear. You, thank you, you. You have to be something other than a, a decent human being for me to, to take those steps. Sandalphone? Okay, well, you know. Sandalphone? Yes? Machineer? Y- y- yes? And I think at this point, the two of you are on the stairs amidst the crowd around the DJ. There's just everyone... People are just like grooving and drunk and high and dancing and horny like all around. But this voice, it sounds urgent and it does not sound like it's having fun. Uh, Cuts through like the chatter of the party and like strikes, I think, into your ear like Sandalphone, almost like a bolt. And I think you're able to locate this person immediately. You look across the crowd and you see an extremely like normal looking halfling. There's absolutely nothing stupendous uh, or above average about her. She's got a shock of kind of like a dark red hair and a smattering of freckles across her face. She is not dressed to party. She actually has on very practical leather armor. And you see in one hand, she's holding a sword. But there's so many people around her just dancing and grooving. No one like even like looks at her, like gives her a second look. You're, you're the- Somebody's going to hit that sword. You're the son of, of the professor of necrobiotics at Witherbloom College, aren't you? Uh, Duke Roberius Machineer de Mandris? I am, in fact, the heir to the Duchy of Demandris, yes. One of your father's research assistants was my brother. That's lovely. Roberto. Do you remember Roberto at all? I searched my memory and it's dad had so many research assistants, like just constantly. Yeah, like a ton, just like. (laughs) dozens dozens like a like a carnival of different research assistants yeah Yeah. why don't you make an intelligence check for me the dc is going to be pretty high because there's a lot yeah there are so many that's just the first name all right um i got an 18 that is not sufficient um roberto doesn't ring a bell for you i'm sorry did he was he the one was he the one that had um the the strange the the two colored eyes no no okay no i'm sorry were Green, your father, and she begins to kind of stride through the crowd kind of aggressively, holding the sword, like kind of shoving people out of the way. She's still maybe 30, 40 feet away from you, though. Um, Your father could have just gone off and, and died on his own, but he had to loop his research assistants into it, didn't he? He had to, he had to sacrifice them trying to achieve lichdom. Um, and for as what? Soon, as soon. He failed. As soon as she says that, instantly, because I know nobody at this party knows that. As soon as she says that, I'm just looking around. I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're obviously drunk, you filthy harlot. How dare you? How dare you? I'm sorry, you what was that? Disparage <laughs> my that. Tiberius comes sliding down the stair banister. Just like, oh, no. Oh, God. Excuse me. <laughs> Tiberius, step back. Your money's not going to solve this. Thank you. Uh, the halfling gestures with the sword, right? As people start to listen, especially as Tiberius slides down the banister and kind of a roar like echoes over the music. That's right. Sandalphon Ephesius Machineer is is the son of Professor Roberius Machineer Dimangis. He is not on sabbatical. He's dead. 
That's right, he died trying to become a lich by sacrificing my brother and six other research assistants in a blood ritual. And you, and she points this sword at you, Sandalfon, are gonna die today to pay for your father's crimes. Okay, this is getting a bit too real. Um, uh, Summer's going to cast fast friends on this. On this <laughs> okay. Tiberius starts chanting shots. And Tiberius will start forming a ring if I can as well. Uh, just so that around these two. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're popular. <laughs> it doesn't even take a roll. People start ch- chanting shots, like shots. the DJ puts on shots by like little, little John or something. It's like it starts, nice. it starts going over. People start forming shit, a fight shit, ring. Shit, um, shit, shit, shit. Lily, you hear all this commotion as well. Are you also sliding down? Oh, yes. I grab heart and then I just go down the stairs. What is going on? It's even louder than the rest of the party here. I don't know, Lily, but it looks like some sort of maybe fight ring is happening. Oh, my God. This is not part of this research schedule. She like pulls open another different notebook that has a planner on it. There's not supposed to be a fight breakout until about 1 a.m. What are they doing? (laughs) I don't know, but this is good, I mean, research material for my combat training, right? She claps the book shut. Oh, my God, Hart. Look at you taking initiative. She, like, cups his cheek. I'm so proud of you. I could just cry. Thank you. I won't, but I could. Oh, oh that, that means a lot to me. And like on the two of you really close, right? Like at the top of the stairs, we pan down to where Summer is trying to cast fast friends on this murderous halfling. How does that work? Um, so that's a wisdom, a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC 17. Um, what happens if uh, if they fail, um, do, 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 the creature must succeed in wisdom saving. While the creature is charmed um, in this way, if they fail, undertakes uh, or performs any services or activities, you ask of it in a friendly manner to the best of its ability. Um, so basically, they just they do what I say. I suppose it's a charm. Okay. So okay. Uh, yeah. So how? What does it look like as you cast fast friends? Summer is just going to be like, oh shit. <laughs> like underneath her breath um and then that's uh, how she'll cast it and she will just she's also looking around to make sure that her siblings aren't around because it's going to be very cleric-y and she'll like hold on to like her um her uh symbol of lyra who is her god and we'll just like and then that's it's it's tucked underneath her her dress that she's wearing um and she will just like try to do it as as um surreptitiously as possible the halfling yeah. goes and I'm going to cut your head off, you little... And she just sort of like rela- <coughs> relaxes and lowers the sword down to her side and has a kind of like slack look just fall over her face, Summer. Cool. This is this could last up to one hour if I concentrate on it. Um, so Summer will just look at Sandalphon and say, um, I think the three of us should go and have a little talk. Or... or She'll look around and see that there are other people joining, like, or whoever, I don't know, whoever wants to come, I don't know, you you choose, Sandalphon, and then I'll just, I'll just be like, yes, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's just gonna sort of, like, usher what, everyone what, out. Wait, 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 wait a second, is no one going to fight, then? 
Well, that's just so dull. Uh, I'll immediately push Zeke into the ring. <laughs> Zeke like... has actually disappeared. <laughs> oh, uh, Zeke, Zeke, in the midst of the oh. commotion, had run upstairs to briefly talk to Lily uh, and and uh, Hart to be like, hey, Hart, my guy, you may not have met me in yes. this form before, and I know we just sort of made out, so I wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah. It's me, Mantis, also Ambrose. I'm just Zeke right now. Um, I didn't want to... Sorry, this doesn't compute for me. What do you mean? You're three people? Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, I sort of, like, without changing the rest of me, shift my face (laughs) back to Mantis. Uh, So I have, like, an antelope face on an Azamar body. And then I shift back... Hi. This is why you keep getting cold. (laughs) In the middle of a party, I then shift my face to my, uh, sort of, my dark-skinned, mostly featureless changeling face. Uh, like, holding my hands here so that hopefully nobody sees. Uh, be like, I have the ability, I can change. I can change, and I have different people that I am sometimes. So I wanted to make sure you knew that because I felt weird about kissing you and you thinking that oh. I was a different person than I am. Oh. We all contain multitudes. Just some of us are more adept at switching between them. So wait, my first, my second real kiss was a lie? What? Wait, what was your first real kiss? Lily looks at Zeke with a judgmental well, ti- stare. Like, oh, It was Tiberius, but that one felt... I mean, contractual because of the spin the bottle game, but oh, Um, I think I think at this point uh, we'll start turning because in all of his time doing this, Ambrose has never really kissed somebody. He sort of felt like it was okay because he's like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. Uh, But now he's like, hmm, hmm. Uh, I did not anticipate this having the effect that it has had. Uh, He looks and says, I'm sorry. I did not realize that this would be as much of a problem as it is. Please, can we talk about it so that you can express how you feel negatively and we can maybe come to an understanding? Zeke, I... it was my understanding that all of these people that you are are just different forms of you. But does that mean you're lying? Have you been lying to me, too? No, it's still me. It's just different it's right. It's they are different aspects of me. It's just like when I'm that person, I the me that I am is that person, and then when I'm a different like when I when I'm Zeke, Ambrose is Zeke. So it's a different side of it's all part of Ambrose, but it's a different part. So the kiss was real. Ambrose thinks for a moment and is like, "Oh yeah, I guess it was." Oh, ah. Problem solved by the genius. Yeah. <laughs> by the genius, Lily. On that bombshell of a revelation, we cut back to Tiberius, who's missing his friend Zeke. <sighs> but I mean, pe- the people want to fight Tiberius. Everyone in this fight ring, as Summer and Sandalphon try to cart this halfling away, is booing. They're all looking at you like king of Strixhaven to do something about it, right? They're looking at you. They're going, we want to fight. I-, I immediately step into the middle of the ring and go, well... Bring forward the biggest guy here. Or girl. Or anyone, really. Hey, look. Two at once. I've done it before. I'm sure it's good As Summer leaves, she yells, boo. I heard that. I heard that. I've got a great sense of hearing. I've got a great sense of hearing. Summer, as you try to leave, right, with Sandalf on and, like, the halfling being carted, uh, carted off, uh, you bump into, I think, like, the broad shoulders of your elder brother, Zig. 
Uh, and Zig is handsome, real smart wizard. Uh, he like looks like the spitting image of both you and your twin sister, but like a, like if you were a boy and like also like a lot more handsome than you currently are. Uh, and Zig <laughs> looks down at you as like a red solo cup in one hand that's like, kind of like a bubbling and smoking, right? And like little like illusions of like silhouettes of dancing women are like coming out of the smoke from the solo cup. <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, Summer, where do you think you're going? I hear you're trying to leave a party, some sort of fight ring behind, huh?" That doesn't sound like real Wallace behavior. Oh, yeah, I was just, I'm, uh, I was, no, that's, you're right. I was on, that's not what I was doing. I, yep, let me, and she will just turn straight around and walk <laughs> up to Tiberius and put up her fist. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Tiberius is like, um, are you, sh- I, I, like, I look, listen, we don't have, like, I was, we could, I mostly just do. This. I am a Wallace! <laughs> I immediately start trying <laughs> directly in the face. As the two of you clash, Sandalf on. Um as as Summer, like like as I watch this happen between Summer and their brother, um, there's I I like sort of follow them into the crowd and sort of as they get to Tiberius and have their moment. I then just take their shoulders, turn them around, say, remember, you're your own person. It's fine. We've worked on this before. Let's go. We've got things to deal with. <laughs> I, apparently, she will wheel around wherever she needs to go. She turns around like, oh, okay, right. And then <laughs> with sandal. Zig, stop saying things like that to your sister. I'm sorry. Who the hell are you? Ugh, I'm sure you'll be hearing about it from any number of mouths at this party in just a moment. I've got to go. I'll see you later. While this kind of like muddied, like drunken exchange is happening, kind of like at the edge of the fight ring, Tiberius, your perspective is this. You jump in. These people are leaving with your quarry. Uh, You ask for a fight. One of them suddenly jumps back in ready to go. And then as you're about to swing at her, someone else grabs her shoulder, turns her around, tries to pull her away. So Tiberius never quite feels uh, very good about doing this because uh, I think whenever people think about lions roaring, they always imagine like the big like MGM style roar, and instead it's just like an awkward bark. Um, but Tiberius doesn't do it anyway. He kind of does like a he just lets out this bellow, uh, and so I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use daunting roar, which basically means everyone within ten feet Ooh. of me uh, has to succeed in a wisdom saving throw or become frightened, and I'm gonna say, listen. I was promised a fight. So, one of you three. Also, hey, Zig, how are you doing? You're looking sharp, by the way. My hey, man. Really, yeah, really good. good. Really, really good. You're looking cut, by the nice way. Nice Oh, my God. God. Real cut. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I am on a, v, I'm on a cut. That V, boy, the Predaton. That v good. The, the Predaton. Listen, Prideton, man. Yeah. yeah, your mom knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes, okay. Okay. But seriously, I am going to beat the shit out of your sister. Bring it on, then! I promise, I promise I'll use all restorative magic. We're all wizards here, right? Come on, Summer, let's go. Summer and Sandalfon, make the whiz saves. Make the whiz saves. I'm going to have the halfling make it, too. I have advantage as, as a Kalashtar, so that's pretty cool. I'll give a... Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, I think actually, I think I can choose, actually. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. It's just so I can choose, so that's fine. Okay. 28. What? <laughs> oh, that does it. What? <laughs> I, I think Tiberius actually looks perturbed at how unfazed you are. Yeah. <laughs> that normally works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You said you wanted to go? 
Why are we standing around then? Woo! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I look at Sandalfon and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm not my own person yet. Maybe I'll grow into one. I don't know. And then she'll <laughs> go into the, into the ring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You step back into the ring. Uh, Sandalfon, what did you get on your whiz save? I got a nine. <laughs> yes. Ooh. As Summer wheels around, I immediately like just say, Okay, and I dodge right behind her big brother. <laughs> Zig, yeah. And try to pretend like I'm not. <laughs> totally, <there>. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Summer and Tiberius, the two of you go at each other. And before the two of you make your respective attack rolls or spell, spell attacks or whatever you want to do on each probably other, spell, probably spell. Gonna, why don't you think about that? We're going to pan up the stairs back to Lily, Zeke, quote unquote, and Hart. Oh, it looks like some sort of commotion is happening at the base of the stairs. Um, Zeke, Ambrose, Mantis, can we table this conversation? Yeah, you can go with Zeke for right now. Okay. And my face switches back to like the we uh, like handsome uh, Azamar lantern jaw. Oh well, I mean, you as Zeke, you you do look very handsome, but I I'd like to try to get to know the a- Ambrose too. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, let's put a pin in that. I think my friend's about okay. to get beaten up by my other friend, and I don't feel comfortable with that. Hard. Let's go observe. It's time for you to learn the intricacies of relationships with violence. <laughs> yes. It's I, the I way like the more world is filled. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You're so wise, Miss Mantle. Oh my god, look at you giving compliments. Oh, you're so advanced. I adore you. Let's go observe some people beating the shit out of each other. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the formal phrase or is that colloquial? Both. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Uh, And like looking hyped, like Hart follows Lily down the steps. And Zeke, I assume you're like bolting down there as well as your friends are about to beat the shit out of each other. Okay. Yeah. We pan back to Tiberius and Summer. What are the two of you trying to do to each other? Let's have the two of you roll initiative against each other. Just to see who goes first. Let's go. I'm not good at that. I am also not very good at that, to be honest. So can I also roll initiative just to see if I can also throw yes. in something? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why right. don't you? Okay. Anyone who wants to actually join in on the fight can roll initiative. Here's my minus two to initiative. Wow. I don't think Sandalfon can with the failed whiz save, but you can observe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> Out of no, here. I am running away. I am not into this. <laughs> I've just been accused of being the son of a lit mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the middle of a party. There's a fight breaking out. There's this crazy rich guy roaring at me. I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm no longer feeling super comfortable. Oh, no. And I'm having an anxiety attack, and I need to take this now sort of just mindless halfling, this slack jawed halfling, get her out of there so that I can now start dealing with the situation. Because um, apparently, people know that my. Uh, <laughs> Madame's a lich. <laughs> so. Don't you just hate it when your secret lich daddy gets revealed at a party? I mean, it's like top <laughs> 10 <laughs> biggest faux pas at a party. I know. <laughs> We've all been there. Such a faux so embarrassing. Like at Party's least foul. third. At least. It's not one, but third. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Halflings, I would like to thank our sponsor for today, Factor. With the busy season fast approaching, you might be on the lookout for some wholesome, convenient meals for a jam packed days. I know that I do. One of my favourite things about having a ready-to-eat meal kit is the fact that I get a nice variety to my diet. It is so easy when you're busy and you're trying to look for nutritious food to eat to just eat the same things over and over again. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Factor is here to help you. Skip the next trip to the grocery store, all the chopping and prepping and cleaning too, whilst getting all the flavour, nutrition and quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your day. You can choose from over 34 flavor-packed meals per week, and the Calorie Smart meals come in at less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need a little extra boost in the day, there is an assortment of 45-plus add-ons that you can snack on, including breakfast items, including apple cinnamon pancakes, or as we like to call it, second breakfast. And just in case you need any more convincing, Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for all of their production sites and offices. Head over to factormeals.com slash halflings50 and use the code halflings50 to get 50% off. That's the code halflings50 at factormeals.com slash halflings50 to get 50% off. You are so welcome. Enjoy your tasty, nutritious meals. For half price! Go now, what are you doing? Go, 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 run, go get the meals, go, 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 go. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. Summer, your body pristine and glorious as one of the seven realms many suns surging with pure energy and adrenaline you don't even feel the pain anymore of cracking that marble statue in half you pull yourself up if you so desire and summer wallace tell us what the fuck you do well this is what the fuck i do yeah so she is crumpled to the floor yeah she is embarrassed she knows that her her siblings have seen this and she knows it is of the utmost importance that she does something big at this party and proves that she is the (laughs) that she is a wallace and she is a wizard as she like pulls herself up off the floor crumpled she's like the yeah like a a five foot five woman um looking like she's got like her um like pale pink dress on but like like a grunge jacket like with a ton of buttons on and stuff yeah she hauls herself up and halfway through, she's just like thrumming with energy, like, oh, oh, I like fighting. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and as she stands up, she reaches into this button jacket and she takes out a wand of wonder. Um- <laughs> and this wand of wonder is her ticket to appearing as though she has some wizarding prowess and she is going to as her first action actually as a bonus action first of all because she she got the wind knocked out of her she's gonna do a cheeky healing word because i i feel like that might be (laughs) 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 might be helpful for her right now um so she'll do a healing word on herself she'll just do like a second level healing word not as fancy but like you know needs to be done yes and then she's going to roll a d100 to see what this wall a wand of wonder does what it costs oh my. <laughs> summer i have to know summer i have to know what's the word you say to heal yourself um uh fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's sorry good word good yeah. word uh-huh. <laughs> i think there was blood maybe streaming down your face from bruises from getting slammed into the statue the blood stops streaming the bruises yeah. f- kind of knit themselves back up and the color flushes back into your complexion Mm-hmm. Okay. She is, she is glowing. <laughs> um, uh, I'm praying that it doesn't roll a number on this specific, specific number, but we'll see. Okay. I rolled a 23. Uh, oh, okay. That's fine. You cast detect <laughs> thoughts on the target you chose. If you didn't choose a creature, you take one D six psychic damage. So yeah, she turns around and she casts detect thoughts on Tiberius. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in. No! I think I think honestly, like you, as you come, uh, as you as you enter my thoughts, I genuinely think that like Tiberius in like a, a smoking gown opens the door and goes, "You're not going to enjoy it here." Where am I? Where am I? No, no. <laughs> come on, oh you come. Not you, anyone but you. <laughs> Will you be staying the night? No. <laughs> <laughs> John, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, so kind of like she's throwing with energy, but then it just kind of like nothing happens. And she's like, 
Well, Tiberius, what are your surface thoughts that Summer just gets intruded like with into her brain? Okay, shots, ow, uh, protein, um, uh, um, pump, pose, um, obviously, the three Ps. Yeah. Does Shui Rong's name or face also float across there? I'd say like the surface level, you'd probably get like a sense of frustration and disappointment uh mm-hmm. in himself like okay. uh, and uh you're like oh it's directed at him himself not not anyone else <laughs> huh. okay. like what a, what, a, what a thing to think <laughs> like I, uh, which yeah, is interesting so, yeah. summer would you like to probe deeper as you're expecting him to be angry at you but he's angry at himself even though he beat the shit out of you just now are you huh. curious about that? Do you want to probe deeper? That's kind of weird. Yeah, no, her interest is piqued. Uh, yeah, I think she's, yeah, she, she will definitely do that. And as she's saying, as she's doing so, she'll kind of step forward and she's like, oh, I'm about to take you down a peg, Maxton. <laughs> and um, All right, Tiberius, yeah. make a whiz save. <laughs> What's your save DC, Summer? Uh, it would be for the wand, I guess it would be 15. Okay. Okay. Tiberius, because Lily's riding your shoulders, I'm gonna give you disadvantage. I think on this whiz save, but mm. maybe that's not necessary. <laughs> maybe that's not necessary. <laughs> um, I have a plus ten to wisdom saves. Oh damn! And I still got an eleven. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, nat one. You roll a nat one. Um, oh, oh, nat one. You're oh, staying the night. Please take a look at some of my deepest, darkest thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> Tiberius, I'll let you pick one. I'll pick the other. What is a deep, uh, dark secret, like a memory that is covered in shame for you oh, as a Maxton that comes to the surface? A memory of deep, dark shame. Probably uh, talking at a, at a party, a party, a, 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 his parents' party, uh, going in one night and uh, they're, they're being, you know, he's been to lots of these parties before and starts talking to one of um, uh, his father's friends who's very, very, very close to where he basically outlines how the entire empire that his father has built is all a complete friggin' lie. Uh, the uh, Bitcoin is fucking worthless and realistically it means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things and lays out a really convincing argument and it's uh it's it's like shattering i think uh to tiberius yes to the point where you get the sense that everything from that moment onwards meant that like tiberius had to go to 11 with everything mm. to prove that he's not his dad and that everything he had that everything that he builds is real like his muscles. Uh, uh, Are they real? Yeah, no. Um, you don't get that memory. Well, maybe you do. It's up to Connie. <laughs> I, think, I think you get this memory of a black tie gala at the Maxton's estate. You know what I mean? Like the estate. And we see like a kind of like a hyena. It's like a small uh, town. Looking- <laughs> it's, it's yes big. yeah it's it's like a it's got acreage it's got its own zip code uh black tie event <laughs> champagne you know like bardic dancers sword dancers all around it's like some sort of like a fundraising event right for for maybe bike coin or something um and we see uh tiberius in the crowd looking up at the stage seeing his father rorius armani maxton uh this huge leonin man even bigger than tiberius is now with this huge black mane uh, like a big that. old face like a bill snout and like a, i think a scar across his face that 
makes him look grizzled and worn. He's got this like big like suit on. He's laughing and like gesturing at a series of illusory slides. As Can we say as well? Tiberius in the crowd is currently doing like full anime eyes up at his dad. It's just like, oh, his eyes are ah, huge. Yes. And he, just, oh he looks God. like a tiny little kitty, just like. <gasps> yes. Oh, Maybe your, your mane hasn't Papa. grown out, out quite yet. Papa. Yeah. Papa, look at you go, Papa. <laughs> and and oh. then that's when Tiberius, uh, you summer as Tiberius, hear uh, a kind of like growly voice next to him coming from like the, the snout of like a hyena folk person, a knoll, uh, who's just sort of like has like a kind of gross looking suit on looks like maybe they're invited as part of like the charitable side like they're not actually involved in the business uh, ah, poor person papa please help me save me <laughs> piggy at hors d'oeuvres oh, what guy. a load of shit <laughs> this bike coin's worth nothing huh? hey huh? you're that uh maxton brat aren't you i have been referred to as a brat but it's usually in an endearing way <laughs> no you're just a disgusting brat derogatory oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> well, at least, at least you've got the opportunity to, to choose whether or not you want to be like that sham of a man up on that stage. I sunk my life savings into Bitcoin. It's a bubble waiting to pop. I lost everything. Your father's a con man. Um, oh, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> we do not see the the hors d'oeuvres and the the butlers. I couldn't pay the tax on my village's home, and now look what the mayor took from me. He leans down and gestures at a missing eye in his face. That's the price of poverty, kid, and oh. your dad peddles in poverty. Well, and I, I think I look him dead in the eye, and I think this is the moment for Tiberius that he changed into a complete shitbag and just looks at him in the one eye and goes, well, maybe he should have pedaled harder. Oh, 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 oh The Noel looks at you, and instead of like attacking this child, right, or like anything, he actually throws, he throws his big furred throat back and laughs. And when he like... <laughs> Like hyena laugh, I don't know. Uh, looks back to <laughs> Tiberius. Uh, I tried, I tried. And not, not hyena laugh. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. It was great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Th thank you. Thank you for the encouragement. Uh, he, he looks. He looks down at you again and says, "Like father, like son. Just remember this moment, kid. When you're all pumped full of your dad's false promises, ask yourself: Do your parents actually love you, or do they love their idea of what you could become?" Well, that's a lot for me. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Tiberius just like wide-eyed turns around and just like walks without like saying anything to anyone, just staring at the ground like, huh, okay, <laughs> this is bad. This is all bad. <laughs> Give me more of those cocktail shrimp. And he like grab, you know, oh, like, I'm like, I, I think I, wait, I'm, just, I'm gonna immediately turn around and go, oh, uh, wait, 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 sorry. Someone please remove this shitbird from the party. <laughs> like, why is he even allowed to be here in the first place? Take him yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> right, bodyguards come and like drag him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, and beat him up on the way up. out as well. You're like, just, just rough just him up. Be like as your, well. your heartless shitbag father. Ow! Uh, uh, Tiberius oh, immediately right. flips Ow. double birds as he gets taken away. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank so you for that's, the crowd that's, just shouts out, that's what you got for being poor. Poor, poor, poor. No, too far, too far. No, uh, <laughs> Poverty yeah. is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this oh, happens at the exact same time that your dad like uncorks like thousand gold champagne and psh, like sprays the audience with it like from the stage and he's getting dragged away. Yeah. Um, so that's oh, the memory from me, daddy, with the golden shower. Uh, uh, I want to clarify. So Tiberius has gone to bed at this point. Okay. So that was the memory. Yes. Or worse than the lich. Oh my god. He's just a capitalist. Um, <laughs> Which is worse than a lich. Yeah, right. Had insurance right. before they got sacrificed. Uh, Tiberius, <laughs> that's the memory from your end of. The oh, nat one or the fail. Now here's the memory I want to pump into Summer's brain from my end as the GM. Mm-hmm. It's the first, and perhaps not last time, Schweirong turns you down. Oh. Oof. Uh, so I think maybe this is maybe right after graduation, high school, yeah. when both of you found out you are going to the same university, Strixhaven, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the most prestigious university in the Seven Realms. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do we find this happening? Like, physically. Uh, I think maybe like straight after like a high school version, like a dance or a prom or something. Yes, uh, I both... think the two of you were prom king and queen. But yeah, Shadow yeah, made yeah, it yeah, clear yeah. you you were going as friends, yeah, right? yeah not yeah, yeah, dating. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think a little uh, high off sugar and uh, what else, uh, whatever else, uh, just like. Uh, and I'm just. I think we like sat outside on the stairs. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was that was good. It was, it was fun. <sighs> just... Yeah. It was just full of a bunch of posers and sycophants. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. fun, I guess. Uh, but not like us, you know, we're not, we're not like uh, those posers, right? We're, we're real, <laughs> aren't we? Shwairong turns to you on the steps, like the, the light of the twin moons, shining down on her face. And by God, Tiberius, you're struck by how beautiful she is. Just like her makeup's slightly runny from like dancing. She's a little sweaty. Her hair's kind of undone, but... This is maybe the most beautiful you've ever seen her. Not the perfect version of her. This. She looks at you, and there's a half smile on her face, and she goes, Yeah, we're real people. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're both going to Strix, which is exciting. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, congrats. That's great. I mean, your mom and dad, they must be ecstatic. Um... Ecstatic's not really a word that I would use to describe my parents, sort of ever really, unless it's like money related. So probably uh, not. <laughs> probably not. You know, um, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure they're happy, which is uh, ish. I hope, maybe. I don't. I don't really know. Um, but anyway, I was thinking because we, you know, we're both going to Strix and and uh, we're going to be there, you know, like together at the same time. Not not together, but but I guess what I'm maybe we could be if you. Wanted to be. <laughs> um. Oh, it's just because you, because you, you, I, I was just you look so like um like wet and uh, uh not, like as in you're because you where you've been dancing you look you kind of a little bit uh moist on the on your on your face like and it, and you just look really and the way the moonlight is kind of. You know how like I uh meant to stop talking like three sentences ago. Can we go back to that bit? Uh, <laughs> Tiberius, um, she lowers her face so you can't see her expression, 
And when she raises it again, there is a look no guy wants to see on a girl he's asking out. And it's pity. Uh, <sighs> we can, do you know what? We, like, we've got so much time at Strix. We don't even have to. Uh, we don't even have to do this right now. You can just, you know what? E, just send me a letter in the post. Owl me. You know what I mean? Owl me. Let me know what you think. And you can just, you don't even have to talk about it right now. We don't even have to talk about it right now. I should go and find Zeke or whatever and just, we should just enjoy our evening. Why should we just have this moment in the, in the thing? She, and she hugs you, cutting oh, you off. Oh, God. Oh. She hugs you mm. uh, and just sort of says in your ear, thanks. Uh, and she, like, lets <laughs> go of you. Oh, I love you. And she, Thank like... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying. This. I think it's one of the closest I've come to fully bursting into tears. Played <laughs> <laughs> like this is like this is like wild. Real. This is so real for me right now. I'm like, oh my god. No. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She she stands up, like dusts off her her dress, right, like her tail swishing a little. See you during orientation. Could I one thing? Like just one thing. If I, if, if I could change just like one thing about me that maybe would make it better, what would it be? Oh no. She considers you seriously, like her, her shoulders backlit by one of the moons, right? And it's hard to see her face because it's kind of in shade, but she's looking at you very seriously, those crimsons, crimson eyes burning like twin flames. And she says, honestly, Tiberius, um, mm -hmm. speaking as a, as a real person right now, not prom queen shui rong not head trigger leader shui rong just me i i don't know if you are real so i don't know if there's anything i'd change about you because nothing nothing's there and i'm sorry i don't i'm sorry i just no no it's cool it's cool I'm i get just, that I'm, i get that I get that. That's a, that's yeah. so valid. That's so valid. And that's for me to work on. You know, that's absolutely for me to work. Hey, real quick, what major are you doing, by the way, at Strix? Uh, comparative literature. And then I think as soon as you, uh, like uh, Sharon goes <laughs> to speak, Zeke just bursts out of a door from like yeah. another side, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, hey, oh my god, you <laughs> really <laughs> me! <laughs> and I just like <laughs> run away. in a full sprint yeah, 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 off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we cut away from this horrific memory oh summer. Oh my, that was we... genuinely excruciating. <laughs> 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 And we cut back to you, Summer. You witness, you see all of this. Like you were in Tiberius's shoes when you oh witnessed these memories. God. And it's the Summer, middle of your turn. Summer doubles over like, oh God, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> uh, Summer sees uh, this pitiful man. <laughs> Um, and but also a man that is experiencing a lot of things that are way too similar to herself. Um, uh, it's all it's all a bit too much to handle. Um, and so she is going to use her second hasted action, and she's going to um, hold on to her um, symbol of uh, Leia, Leia again, and she'll whisper, "Get me out of here." 
and she will use her channel divinity cloak of shadows to become invisible until the end of my next turn. Ooh, yeah, you feel yeah. this divine radiance emanate from your like talisman and just cloak you in darkness. And it's like you shimmer, right? Like someone's holding plexiglass up against like a, a, a window and like, wobbling it, like you shimmer and then like lacing all the way up to your body, you disappear. Yeah. Uh, and Summer Wallace, unlike Wallace, but very much like Summer, you leave. <laughs> this fight behind <laughs> where your older brother and your sister might take up arms and i think as you disappear even though uh everything else around you stays put uh shimmering in front of your eyes we are going to go to a memory of your own summer are you ready are you ready for this one um give it both <laughs> barrels connie no yeah <laughs> <laughs> the emotional dagger uh, summer where on Strixhaven, similar to Lily, is kind of like your safe haven. A place away from the hustle and bustle of campus, of judging eyes, and most importantly, of the immense tidal wave crushing pressure of being a Wallace. Um, I think it is in the one place that, I don't know, her family wouldn't step foot because they're all about um intelligence and learning that um she has gone to um a, a church like a religious place of worship um where uh it's just kind of like neutral it, you you just go there to reflect like there's no uh deity in particular that you go there to worship but there is some beautiful kind of stained glass um windows that kind of the light um flickers through and like it's the one place that she feels comfortable standing in the light um, because she feels safe in it. Uh, and that's mm. where she is. Yeah, we find you um, enshrined in a pillar of light, uh, iridescent, refracting through these prismatic shards, right, of the stained glass window. And I think there are like various statues, like little like shrines to various deities. This one doesn't belong to a single god, but there are many little shrines that the community here uh, in the village surrounding Strixhaven, so you're off the campus proper, um, have erected, right? Just naturally, organically, it's happened, right? You stand here feeling the silence. Uh, this isn't during like a hustle bustle prayer time. This is when the church is pretty absent of people. Yeah. Uh, tell me what your religious ritual looks like. Tell me how you're like taking in this holy site. Um, I think that she um, she's kneeling um, her head down, just kind of um, she she knows that her deity is 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 the, is the goddess of kind of lies and deceit, um, but <laughs> <laughs> and and like illusion and like it's just she uh she feels like it's more of a place to talk but not get anything back so she's just always this is kind of like her her self-care her therapy so she's just talking very softly to herself as she yeah she goes through it uh what sentences do we hear you mumble um please just tell me how to be me uh, please just, uh, do I have to be a Wallace? Do I really have to be a Wallace? Can I not just be Summer? I, uh, I don't know. I think on that question that you're trying to mutter to this deity of lies and <laughs> deceit, uh, you hear a voice, uh, sounds kind of surprised behind you go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this place was empty. What? 
Oh, hi, hi, hi. Sorry, hi. Um, she'll kind of like scramble her way up from the from the ground and we'll look over the altar that's there maybe i'm not sure yeah like behind like maybe like down past several of the pews right and like mm -hmm. uh, prayer rugs that are littered across the floor you see sort of framed against the archway uh the light of the three setting suns i think like limbing her silhouette shui wrong and i mm, you know who she is everyone everyone at strix knows who she is it's like not knowing who the headmaster is that's head bitch in charge she's the most popular person at the school everyone knows her everyone wants to be her be with her fuck her kill her either way there's no neutral way to feel about her mm -hmm. and she steps like away from like being like oh like like emblazoned in this light and into into the hallway proper where you see like her features like lit up this pink skin curled black horns pure uh crimson eyes and she's dressed um kind of down you've never seen her dressed this casual before and i think there's like a campus magazine that's like schweirons looks you know like like there's an entire like article section dedicated to her as a fashion icon and she you have a feeling she wouldn't be caught dead dressed the way she currently is, which is like kind of anonymous, just kind of like a hooded like cloak that she puts down, almost like she was trying to blend into the village mm. uh, when she came here. Uh, uh, wrong? Hi. <sighs> Shit. Are you? Fuck, I'm sorry. Are you? Do you go to Strix? It, would it make you feel better if I said I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it would. Um, she steps down the aisle and begins to like approach you, right? As she's looking around at all like the setting, the light of the setting suns, like filtering through the windows. This place is really beautiful during sunset, don't you think? Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I think so. It's, I mean, that's kind of why I'm here. I try to, you know, come here during the golden hour when I can. Uh, uh, do, do you do that a lot? I haven't seen you here before. Uh. uh <laughs> No, I'm not really a religious person. Um, don't tell anyone this. Uh, but my parents, they were both really, really into Bahamut. Uh, like super oh. into it. Like church every yeah. Wednesday, had to praise the dragon's maw, all that mm. stuff. Um, and you would know that Bahamut, uh, I'm not even gonna make you your religion, you're a cleric, you would know this, uh, is like a, a dragon god of yeah. like lawful goodness that specifically a lot of very poor people worship mm. um, to try to like invite blessings uh, into their home. And Shui Rong, I mean, the reputation is she's from a really rich family. She's like an heiress. So this is a little odd. Um, that's, um, that's interesting. I, I mean, I don't mean to pry at all, um, but... Um... You know what? No, I'm not going to say anything. Um, uh, you know what? It's I'm I'm sorry. What what's what's your name? Um, Summer. Wallace. Summer. Wallace. Uh, she pauses and looks at you, and you get the sense that she's trying to like place your face. But you're as far as the Wallaces go, you're one of the <laughs> you're like the lesser known Wallace. Oh yeah, you know no, I mean? absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. That's are how you, she liked it. <laughs> are you related to? I'm, this is so stupid. Are you related to Autumn and Zig at all? Yep, those. Yep, one of them is my twin. I'm exactly. We are the same. Oh, yeah. that's why you look kind of familiar. Oh, I'm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I. You just kind of look like. Don't take this the wrong way, but like if Autumn had a shadow, you kind of look like her shadow. Yeah, no, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah, right. Like she's the sun, and you're the moon reflecting her light. Mm, it's ironic, isn't Not it? Really, because shadow. you know I'm. 
I'm yeah. summer and oh. she's autumn. So he's autumn, right? Uh, yeah, that's really ironic. Uh, well, yeah, she's gonna turn away funny. and she's going to look go back towards where she was. No, she's she, like Shwaiwo just keeps talking. It's so funny. Autumn and Zig—they've never. I mean, during any of our parties, they've never brought up that they had a sibling. Um, I'm I'm sorry. That was really rude. That was really mean of me, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Listen, Summer, I've I really don't want anyone to know I came here. Um can you can you please not tell anyone? Who am I gonna tell? Uh, I mean everyone, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got a reputation to uphold. That's fine, you know, that's fine. <sighs> reputation. Everyone thinks it's this golden beam of light reputation that's gonna elevate you into celestria but what it really is is a it's a stone it's a stone you have to carry and it's a stone that's gonna drag you to the bottom of the ocean if you're not careful well i mean if you're in the ocean then you know uh, what if there are other people in there who mean something to you? I don't know. What if, I don't know. What if you're a what, fish? Like and, people in the water? I mean, yeah. What if you're a merperson or something? And that's where you should be, you know? <laughs> okay, I, I think this metaphor has gone a little too far. Um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I'm not. But yeah, no, I, I get you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to you know, break your rock or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. The, 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 yeah, no, it's gone too far. Yeah, it's a little, um, why are you here? I thought Wallace's were wizards, not clerics. Uh, I am here on an errand. I, yeah, no, I am a very wizard, a wizardly errand. I came here to cast some, to cast some spells that are wizard, wizard, wizardy spell i i was worshiping my god <laughs> <laughs> well looks like we've both got masks on huh yeah wait what's your mask <clears throat> don't tell anyone and she turns around and like approaches you and there's like a look on her face like she's about to tell you something like kind of big that she is deciding to tell you because um, in her eyes, I mean, who are you going to tell, right? So it's almost like she's treating this as like a confessional booth because yeah. if she tells you, no one's going to fucking know. And you get the feeling she wants to say this thing that's about to come out of her mouth next, she's been wanting to say for a really long time, but has never been able to. She approaches you, Summer, and says, I'm not some heiress. My parents aren't vacationing in the fourth realm. I don't, I don't have parents. I'm, I'm a poor orphan. My village, or that's what the priestesses at the orphanage said, uh, was raised to the ground by some red dragon attack uh, a couple decades ago. And I'm no one. I come from nothing. I don't have a family tree. I don't have roots. I don't have a fortune I'm going to inherit. It's just me and my mask. sometimes you can 
you have the power to turn that mask into anything you want, which is pretty great. You can, you have the power to take it off too, you know? <laughs> Summer, I've seen what happens to people who don't know how to wear masks or who take theirs off. As she like drifts off to the like side and like looks off, looks askance, right? Uh, maybe at a statue of like a changeling god, right? Mm. Uh, she glances at the changeling god and shakes her head, looks back at you, Summer. I can't take this mask off. If I do, I'm nothing. I've seen how quickly these people who say they love me will turn on each other as soon as one of them commits a faux pas or isn't trendy anymore, where their mom and dad lose all their money. I've seen what happens to people at the top. It's a long way to fall. Why are you giving them that power? Hopefully, one day I won't have to. It is lonely up here, though. Know what I mean? Well, I guess you wouldn't. It's lonely down here, too. I think there's like a pause as she looks at you. Hmm. And she actually reaches out like a really like slender hand and traces the side of your cheek somewhere, <laughs> right? Like so slowly tracing it, right? And like cups the bottom of your chin and just sort of looks at you for a minute. You Are you queer? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No, I've uh -huh. got. No, I have. No, I've got. I've. I have plans to boy. I have boy plans later. <laughs> uh. So no. <laughs> oh. Well. That's too bad. Uh. And she turns around and starts to stride out of the church. And some are leaving you there alone at the altar. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. She leaves, leaves the doors. Uh, we cut back to you standing there alone, but surrounded by people, cloaked in invisibility at Schweirung's party. Back in the present. <sighs> Yeah, we've both got our own problems going on. Okay, yeah, no, she's going to um, bolt out of the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Summer, as you turn, I, I assume you like bolt out of like the front door toward where like the swimming pool area is. Just like get the yeah. fuck out of this atrium, right? You're like booking it, yeah, right? Yeah, it's um, panic. <laughs> yep. At this point, the fight ring has devolved into chaos. One of the fighters is gone. Lily Mantle has joined the fray and is like <laughs> grappling and attacking Tiberius. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> Ambrose as I'm Zeke has me. like sprayed beer <laughs> over <laughs> everyone. <Pretty boy>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, uh, and I think among among this, the DJ is like, ah, this fight's over, and like starts doing a new mix uh, that pulls that starts pulling the fight club in. So literally, even as you're on top of Tiberius and still like grappling him, people start pushing in to fill the space. They start like raving and dancing to this new song. And Ambrose, that's what you see as well uh, at the top. This vantage point, I think you're the only one who sees Summer just disappear and leave. I don't know if anyone else notices. Mm. Um, I think then I would be like, uh, 
I think I, I also I would have gotten messages from my tiny little mantis who was there. Yes. Uh, yes. That's like, <laughs> oh, dang, she gone. Uh, and so I'd be like, oh, no, um, this may not be good. I would like to, I guess, investigate for her because she's did she look like stricken before she fled? I would say she looked pretty stricken. Yes. With that memory and with Tiberius's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does Tiberius look okay? Because I don't know if we're following the whole idea of him knowing that she read his mind. Cause normally with detect, with detect thoughts, Ooh. if you push deep, the other person yeah, you're knows right. what you're looking at. You're yeah. right. Actually, oh, as summer's yeah. reeling away, Tiberius, you get like, Oh, like a horrible feeling. Like a spear is lancing its way, like reversing, like out of your brain. And you immediately know what just happened. And the, memories that summer saw like you know you just in instantly so, know i think basically through the crowd you see uh tiberius being used as a human climbing frame uh <laughs> just staying stock still not moving uh as like lily and people are dancing and people are climbing all over him and you're and basically you just get like a full zoom in hello darkness my old friend <laughs> I've come <laughs> to speak with you again as Tiberius is just staring oh. off into the middle of the crowd, not hearing or seeing anything that's going on around him. Still <laughs> getting punched in slow oh, motion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you're just fully <laughs> getting wailed on. <laughs> he just does his can. <laughs> no, he's literally just not moving. He's just like... <laughs> yeah. This is fun for me. You just hear a little... You just hear a little, please carry on. Zeke's or Ambrose gonna, is going to be to himself like, oh, okay, that's going to that's going to require some talking later. Uh, <laughs> he's going to going to turn to uh, to Hart and be like, uh, hey, I'll be right back. Still with like Zeke's body, but like Ambrose's voice comes back. I'll be right back. I have to go uh, check on my friend. Yes, uh, of course. I believe Miss Mantle is, and he flips through the journal, rocking Tiberius's shit. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, add cleaning his clock. Uh, okay. Did we say? Did we say kicking his ass yet? Yes, we did. Okay. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Breaking him, him apart. like the little man child he is. Mm -hmm. Little piece. man child he is. Okay. Got that. Beating got that. him like a rented mule. Uh, like a rented. <laughs> ripping, ripping him a new one. <laughs> Throw that one in as well. Yeah. Yes. No worries. You're welcome. Yeah. You're not allowed to join in. <laughs> I'm gonna no, take sorry, off. Mommy. I mean, uh, uh, mantle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make okay. Like, don't make this a sexy thing. You're making it. You're making it a sexy thing. <laughs> I'm really trying not to make it a sexy thing. Oh, bro, bro you're chubbing up, dude. Y you're moaning. Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. Ah, I think ah, the yeah, you moment. Can, you, you just hear a moment has the cod piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the cod, bro. And there's a huge echo in the cod piece, meaning there's a lot of empty space. Hey, look, frankly, I'm just impressed to hit the cod piece at all. So get off my back, everyone. Yes, Lily. Are you, like, aroused right now? I generally, I am a sort of young adult lion. I'm aroused 95% of the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You'd think like the steroids would have really long. Like, <laughs> you would think. You would think. It's true. But wait, 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 what do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and immediately get angry and start fighting back again. <laughs> right. Uh, we, we, at that point, we cut up to Ambrose. 
Yeah, Ambrose is going to then take off into the crowd, uh, like kind of duck into the throng of dancing bodies and transform back into Mantis uh, as he does so. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he also has basically it's a patch of disguise uh, instead of like a hat of disguise. So disguise self so that his uh, his patch what uh, is associated with whatever house he's in changes along with him. Uh, so he changes he changes from uh, Zeke's. Uh, Seek's house of Lorehold back into Mantis's house of Witherbloom and she starts sneaking through the crowd and I'd like to roll investigation to try and find my friend. Yes, Summer, if you don't want your friend to find you, you can roll stealth to contest or if you think you'd leave little breadcrumbs for Ambrose to follow because he's your friend, you can, but up to you. Uh, I don't think she's, uh, yeah, no, I don't think this is, this is just like an immediate defense mechanism, but she okay. yeah, this is fine. Okay, so why don't you not roll stealth because you're not actively trying to get away from Ambrose and Ambrose just roll investigation. Okay, okay. my passive investigation is 19. I don't know if we're using okay. that, but I'll, I'll roll an investigation check. The investigation check was considerably lower than that. It was only 14 for the investigation check. 14. I think what that means is you find her, but it takes you a minute. Um, it takes you a minute to find her. So I think as you, we like see you like weave through the crowd and like move like out into the swimming pool area and both you and Summer disappear from the fight ring. And now we're going to sweep across the heads of all these pulsating, gyrating bodies across where Lily's literally still riding Tiberius' shoulders, like pounding him, like <laughs> knocking out his teeth uh, to find Sandalfon. You have been rocked by uh, Tiberius's fear bellow, fear inducing yeah. roar. Oh, yeah. And I think you, at this entire fight, this entire sequence, what have you been doing? One quick question. Is the halfling still charmed? Or Ooh. did so, or did uh, somebody get rocked? Did Summer get rocked and then Summer got a I'm nat being chased one. by a halfling? Yeah. As all of this is going on, you can't really hear it because the music is so loud and people are screaming and things like that. But you hear occasionally when there's like that lull for just a second, you'll hear this, what the fuck is wrong with you? And there's, as you see Sandalfon like running away from this halfling that is chasing him with a sword. And they run down the stairs. At one point, Sandalfon tries very hard to like slide down the banister like he's cool and just takes a tumble landing like rolling into the foyer like there is you can see that he's got his like staff with him that he always has you know and sort of uses that to sort of pick himself back up and launch himself through the front doors with this halfling just screaming and screeching at him about stuff that his dad did he doesn't even know he's just trying to like shrink himself into nothing and try to get the hell out of here. Um, He can feel the eyes of everybody on him, even though nobody's paying attention to him because everybody's paying attention to this crazy fight that's happening upstairs. After we get out the front door and past the pool, turn a corner. I think that's where Sandal Fun suddenly like stops, takes stock of what's going on and sees this halfling just tearing at him there's like a tree on one side an ivy covered wall on the other and sandalfun just stops and you see him sort of go blank for a moment and start to take stock 
but you can tell that something is happening internally. There is something going on that is not great. Mm-hmm. I'm curious I, I he, what the halfling does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a moment as you turn around, staff in hand, ivy covered wall on one side, tree on the other, almost kind of like a dead end, right? There's like a, yeah. a massive, like, shambling mound behind you that has, like, was forced to grow, like, beautiful flowers for this particular party <laughs> that's, like, going, right, like, behind Absolutely. you. Um, halfling rounds the corner, right? In this plain, like, adventuring, like, like leather armor, right? Like, with a short sword in one hand, stops. <sighs> Right, like red hair, like everywhere, just like like freckles drained with sweat. You, hey, took me a took me a minute to find you. Strixhaven's got a big campus. Everyone's talking about this exclusive party, but I never thought I'd find you here. So you decided to become friends with her, huh? What the hell are you talking about, you crazy bitch? <laughs> Don't play dumb, you stupid whore. I'm talking about you're the whore. You're trying to stick things in me. You got ah, you just... well, no, no. And she, no, she gestures at you, right? Like as you're like you insulting her. Like, I might, I might. Shui wrong. What about Shui wrong? I don't. Shui wrong is what? It's her party. Yes. What, the, the, I mean, you're obviously here because you're her friend, right? Oh, of course you'd be her friend. You just like your dad. At that, suddenly you see something snap and you see him lose concentration and suddenly you notice that his leg, his left leg is completely withered and there's a reason that he has that staff and he Uh looks at her and it's just like his voice changes and he becomes just very matter of fact, but you can tell that there is a rage, like a straight up PTSD level rage brewing as he's like, you don't know what we're talking about. You don't know anything about my father. You don't know anything about what he did to me. You don't know anything about what I've been through. So you take your privileged ginger ass and you get the fuck out of my face. Or I will turn into my father in just a second. Roll intimidation. <laughs> let's see let's, oh it's only a 12 it's uh, it's oh, like i feel like he's, okay. he's like it's more internalized rage than it Definitely, is externalized yeah. <laughs> no i i love it i love it i think with a 12 she doesn't like attack she doesn't see she seems hesitant to attack you now right like the sword wavers in her hand and you get the sense you look at her and you see like just a regular halfling her hands trembling oh You've seen tons of Strixhaven students who are incredible adventurers. They know exactly how to wield a sword. Maybe you're not one of them, but she doesn't look like she knows exactly what she's doing with that short sword. She looks like she's maybe just a regular person who got really, really mad and wanted to do something about it. Right. Um, and, and her hands just sort of trembling. At this point, Sandalfon no longer recognizes anything. He's just seeing red. He's reliving yeah. the worst moment of his life. And... He just, without thought, just does this thing that he does, that he did to escape the last time somebody came at him. He, in just a flash, 
summons a construct that looks exactly like him. Construct reaches out, grabs this girl's neck. And at the same time, because of the magic that he has, he teleports himself. He uses a sorcery point to subtle spell this construct and then immediately teleports behind the girl. This construct looking exactly like him. And as the construct grabs her, he steps up behind her and just whispers, you know what my dad did to your brother? He tried to do it to me first. And then he hobbles away. Uh, and this girl is like sort of this halfling woman is like sort of like struggling like oh like pounding like the, the pommel i think uh of, of the sword uh against the constructs like uh hand but because it's a construct it's a lot harder than just like flesh right she's like squirming squirming her wrist and she goes you're not gonna find it you know i already tried looking around this place to destroy the notes and as she says that she just turns around now with sort of you can you can see that he's broken out in like a cold sweat, like he's sort of moving past the rage part of it. And you can tell that there was this massive adrenal surge, cold sweat breaking out all over him, just trying to bring himself back to normal. You sort of see the illusion of the legs start coming back. He's standing up a little straighter. He waves his hand and just dismisses the construct. <gasps> Now, I think that we all maybe did some things and said some things that we didn't necessarily mean. (laughs) Perhaps you would favor me with the tale of these notes. I, I, I didn't realize your dad tried to sacrifice you to become a lich i i had no idea no one does i heard rumors you know in the village around strixhaven we're always talking about what the students get up to what the faculty do behind closed doors the mayor says it's none of our business but it it affects us you know what i mean it affected my brother um i've i heard rumors that there's this this student, I don't go here. I'm not, I never went to. This Shui, whatever, Shui Rong, the person whose party you're at, she, she, she got a hold of your dad's research notes and is trying to do something with it. And I just don't want what yes. happened to my brother to happen to anyone else. It wouldn't have happened. Honestly, dad didn't even you- want to become a lich. That was not what he was after. Dad was studying what I'm studying now, which is how to transfer your consciousness into a construct. So you don't have to murder a bunch of people. You don't have to suck their souls out. Thing is, he invested in Bitcoin, lost everything. Lost any ability to do this. And now... The only recourse he had was to suck the life out of a bunch of students, not even really knowing how, because Construct 
and necromancy are vastly different sciences. I don't, I don't know about half of the words you just said. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a bartender at the tavern. But listen, I'm sorry I tried to kill you. Um, I don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm obviously out of my depth here. I look across the pool and I see students who are half my age casting spells and magic I've only ever heard of in storybooks. Even if I tried to kill Shui Rong or destroy those notes, I don't think I could, but can you? Please, for my brother, for Roberto, and for, and for yourself. I could get them. Just make sure that this Shui Rong person or girl or monster or whatever she is doesn't use them to do the same thing your dad does. <sighs> okay. Let's meet at your bar. What's it called? Uh, I was going to say the Little Mermaid. Uh, the, the Little Merfolk. The Little little Merfolk? That's a shitty yeah. bar. I'm not going to go there. You should get a job somewhere else <laughs> well, and I'll I, meet you then. <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to work at the Red Crane. Uh, that's, maybe there. That's great. Yeah? No, absolutely. Okay. They have an astonishing mulled wine. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like honey on the tongue. Anyway, uh, okay. After all this is over, after all this is said and done, I'll meet you at the Red Crane. Yes. Okay. Um, there is one other thing. Um, if you glean any more information, because people do talk to bartenders, let me know. Maybe it will help. Okay. I'll poke around, see what I can find. She sheaths her sword. Nods, like looks around, looks at the shambling mound and mm, begins to try to climb over it. And the mound goes, <laughs> she goes, sorry, sorry, sorry. And like stepping like on the flowers. Uh, and before she's out of there, turns around to you, Sandalfon, and says, oh, um, my name's uh, Robbie, by the way, short for Roberta. Just call me Robbie. Hi, Robbie. My name is Sandalfon Ephesius Machineer, heir to the Duchy of Demandris. Can I call you Sandy? Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. See you later, Sandy. Uh, and Robbie, Ugh, like, hops. Just sort of shivers at that. <laughs> <laughs> hops over uh, the shambling mound and is out of there. And like, there's a moment to yourself, uh, Sandalfin, as you're standing there in, like, the darkness of, like, this little alley, like, kind of, like, out by, like, the tri triple A's, like, sorority house. And, like, all this, like, rage, all this, like, latent, like, anger and, like, trauma that bubbled to the surface is now simmering down right it's like a soda can that's been shaken and is now simmering down but as it simmers down like i think whew, as you like let out a breath you open your eyes again we're in a memory of yours the worst memory of your life when your father tried to sacrifice you so he could ascend to lichdom where is his ritual chamber and what does it look like his ritual chamber is underneath our house. Um, it was repurposed very quickly. It doesn't look, most ritual chambers that you see are gonna be, you know, like these gorgeous affairs where so much money and time and effort is put into these things. This was a laboratory where he was studying constructs. And when he realized that he simply no longer had the funds to do anything, he couldn't afford parts. He couldn't afford to repair anything. He couldn't even afford basic materials for research. Um, he 
converted it very quickly into what he thought a ritual chamber looked like. So there's a bunch of like, you know, like pseudo astrological symbols, um, sort of like, you know, the, the, the faces of several evil gods, but not, not quite right. Um, everything's a little sloppy and there's like, there's just all of these areas that look like this was a lab table and it was just converted into an altar. This was a bookshelf and it has been converted into a place for artifacts. You know, there's, it all happened very quickly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandolphin, you are, I think, strapped to the altar. Uh, like there's like a like a sacrifice like table, right? And like you, this is maybe like your first or second year like at at Strixhaven, right? And like so, we see you as like a freshman, maybe like a sophomore or something, um, strapped down. And are you part of this willingly, or did your father force you into this? No, my after losing everything, my father started drinking pretty heavily. Um, and uh, I'd love to, this, I'm going to X card that actually, okay. if that's okay. okay. Yeah. Like, no I'd love to avoid like no the alcoholic, like, yeah, sure. Dad Absolutely. Drove, that's possible. There's yeah. um, the, so after he lost everything, he became very distant and he started, he started, he stopped interacting with me the same ways that he used to. We used to have like family dinners. We discussed different theories about things. He was jovial, you know, um, but in that he, he started, once that happened, he became very distant and he started sort of looking at me a little differently and I couldn't quite figure out what, and there was this despair in his eyes, but also this determination um, and what he had told me was that this was going to be, um, an experiment to attempt to copy my body into something else, because that's ultimately what his goal was originally was to create a construct that looked just like him so that he could then just transfer his consciousness into something that would live forever, um, but retain his own body. So he convinced me that what was going on down there was that I was, he was going to try to copy me um, and see if it worked. And then he would do the same on himself. And I said, I love my father. So of course I said that. Um, so I am strapped down thinking that it'll be something like a simulacrum spell or something like that that's happening. Okay. Uh, he's in that case, you're not like strapped down, right? Like, like, like in a way that would be kind of suspicious. Like, why do I need to be chained for a right. simulacrum spell? <laughs> right. You're like, just on, you're like on this like shrine and he's, he, your father looks like you except older. Uh, he's got like a, he's quite handsome. Maybe he's in his fifties or sixties, uh, kind of like a salt and gray, like salt and pepper, like beard. And like, mm -hmm. he takes good care of himself so he can still look rich to the other professors, right? At Strixhaven. But you and him both know that your family has lost everything. Yeah. Um, and even though a professor at Strixhaven still has a salary, but it's not that great still because yeah, education, no. you know what I mean? It's still so not enough. Well, and um, all of it, all of it has now been spent on been spent and exactly. ointments on this new exactly. endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically poor. You're on this like little like, uh, rock, uh, marble slab, let's say. And your father is almost like, 
lovingly and gen gently like washing you down for the ritual like he has a rag out like and he's like pff, like muttering arcane like uh lines underneath his breath and he's like washing you down right he pauses right and i think there's like a a, a, a sigil carved into the ground that's currently glowing with like candles every couple feet uh for what he says is the simulacrum spell um but you don't quite recognize the sigils but you're trusting your dad here right yeah. wipes you down looks at you says sandalfin you know, you're the most important thing to me in my life, right? I do. Dad, I know we're going to do it. We're finally going to do this. It's going to be amazing. I know. I know. It's going to be a breakthrough. None of the other professors will say that our theories hold no water anymore. <sighs> Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Just remember, and you see, Sandalfon is. Yep, he's just he's just so excited because he knows that if this works, that they're absolutely going to be able to do this. They'll be able to offer this to people who you know have lost limbs. Who like the whole point of this endeavor was going to be to, to help, help people, people to help people exactly and. Sandalfon is so, and you see just Sandalfon's face itself is so different. Now, when you look at Sandalfon, it looks like his face is made of stone. He just gives no emotion. He is just absolutely stoic. And here his face is so animated in this memory. And there's so much joy and just, just excitement about this. Yeah. Your father steps down from this raised dais and just says, remember some pain is normal. Uh, don't struggle. Uh, trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trust your father. I do. Okay. And your dad steps like out of the, what you now know is the sacrifice circle. Uh, and he places his palms like on the sigil and he starts chanting and like a glow bing, 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 bing starts lighting up on each ley line that off converge to the altar in the center where your body is on top of this raised dais and you begin to feel pain uh immediately intense yeah. searing pain like every molecule of your soul is being cut open with tiny little scissors like it's immaculate almost like a, a person's body shouldn't be able to contain so much suffering pain immediately shoots through you and you you're not dumb you trust your dad but you're not dumb something's wrong Something yeah. has gone wrong. You know this immediately. A, a, a shriek escapes my lips. And then I just sort of stop. I stifle it. And I, my whole body just starts shaking. And I, I'm just looking around, seeing if there's something wrong with the spell. If I did something wrong, if, if, if dad did something wrong, what's going on? And then I see at the base of my foot, something start to wither. Yeah, as that happens, uh, as you know, you're like shrieking and like thrashing in pain. You just hear over like the the roaring of the magic and ooh, the lights beginning to come up, like whipping wind in his laboratory, knocking vials over, like knocking books off shelves. Like he just says, "Stay calm, Sandalfin. Stay calm." And you see through, like you're like past your foot. You see your dad, like maybe twenty feet away, like still like keeping the ritual summoning, like whatever the ritual uh, up. And you see the amulet. He always wears the amulet of your mother uh, that has like a picture of her inside 
passed away a long time ago lift off his chest and the amulet begins to glow and he see like his face light up and he goes it's working it's working the phylactery it's coming together stay still sandalfon stay still i hear phylactery and i'm just what oh my god what and it is the pain is suddenly nothing Mm. doesn't mean anything anymore the that moment i feel my soul not in pain just crushed as i realize my dad is trying to kill me and as you realize that you real you also realize your dad is crying he is sobbing tears are streaming down his face and he's just going i'm sorry i'm sorry sandalfin i'm so sorry you and mom are gonna be together soon okay i'm so sorry i'm sorry and he keeps saying it over and over and over again as your leg continues to wither and we um, cut out of that. I think, I, think, yeah. I think we cut out of that memory. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. <laughs> Back to where you're standing. Like a ghost and phantom pain of like your leg. Crumpled. I'm just, I'm just sort of, all the adrenaline's gone. All the rage is gone. Everything's gone. And anybody that passes would just see Sandal Font just show weakness very briefly. He's holding his cane and just allows himself to rest his shoulder against the wall and just shed a few tears and then take a deep breath. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. Everybody's parents want to kill their children at some point. Mine just tried. <laughs> Let's go in and talk to the lady of the hour. You see him sort of deal with his hair put his shirt back together and start striding back into the party. Speaking of the lady of the hour to round out our time here, I think each of you in your separate parts of the party, Sandalf on composing himself, striding back into the atrium. Uh, Lily's still in the middle of the dance floor, like pummeling Tiberius's <laughs> face, like a slow-mo, like teeth coming out like popcorn. Um, Ambrose running like, past the pool, searching for summer, summer ensconced in invisible magic, trying to just find a place away from all this bullshit. All of you in your disparate parts of the party hear the DJ's voice magically amplified. Uh, so every single one of you can hear this Minotaur guy go, and everyone here is the lady of the hour here to make her grand appearance. Everybody give it up for the one, the only Queen B magnificent fucking bitch, Shrivrog! And on that, we're gonna end the session. Oh, come on. <laughs> there we go. This Man. session had it all. Acts <laughs> of violence, parents <laughs> killing each other, yep. teen <laughs> angst, <laughs> rejection, cryptocurrency. <laughs> cryptocurrency. That's right. <laughs> Poverty. Poverty. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> all the bases. All, I, all I'm thinking of now is that fabulous sketch from Saturday Night Live years ago. That's what I was referencing, right, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> you make me so happy. You make me so happy. Uh, oh, wow. Kissing. Oh, wow. oh, my goodness. Wow. What a session. 
<laughs> thank you so much, uh, Cotty, for running a, an incredible part one to this. Yeah. And that of was course, really good. That was yeah, really, really fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. I had a lot of fun. And y'all are going to have to tune in for part two to find out what happens to all these <laughs> poor, horribly sad, scarred people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking uh, about. I just had a date and like built Billy new is life. Like so the most like, stable one, which is hilarious. It's to me. like really weird that I'm the most stable one considering that, you know, I find artistic beauty in horrific acts of violence. So, <laughs> um, listen, if we're talking yeah, stable on two feet, I'm doing just fine, okay? I'm doing just fine. So Wait till just... I roll my second attack, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I start swinging back, okay? Let's go. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Uh, find out what happens uh, to, between those two. Uh, it's also not with your erection. Yeah, yeah. Will Will Tiberius ever be able to recover his penis from the cavern that is his yeah. codpiece? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. I guess everybody uh, really tell the folks where they can find you. Uh, we'll start with you, Connie. We'll go in reverse order. Yay! Okay, sounds good. Wow, this is so much fun. I can't wait for the second part. Uh, outside of this, you can find more of Connie, Connie Chong, uh, on TikTok and Twitter at ByConnieChong. That's B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E. C-H-A-N-G. I am also the GM and creative producer for Transplaner RPG, which is an all-transgender, BIMPOC-led, 100% homebrew D&D show set in Andake, an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world. If you like the emotional knives I twisted in each of my players' backs here, you'll <laughs> love Transplaner. It's literally just that nonstop with a few moments of levity, but not not nearly as much. Uh, so if that's interesting to you, check out uh, Transplaner RPG wherever you pod your casts or tune in Saturdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Uh, Central, 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv backslash transplaner RPG. With that, I'll toss it back to uh, Jeremy to toss it back to someone else. <laughs> yeah, I'll, ta- I'll hot potato it straight to Persephone. Hello, I'm Persephone. I'm also known as Persephoroth Online. You can follow me at Twitter at Persephoroth. That's P-E-R-S-E-P-H-I-R-O-T-H. It's Persephone plus Persephone plus Sephiroth, rather. So pretty easy to remember. Uh, I stream a lot on Twitch at the same name. I do a lot of variety streaming, a lot of Pokemon, a lot of Hades, a lot of different things. Uh, and also, you can catch me every Tuesday on Shakar on That Bronze Girls channel. It is a world heavily inspired by Bronze's Punjabi background, uh, mixed with some Victorian English sort of uh, elements and darkness. It's a lot of fun. Come check it out and see my character Mariah make fools of the other people that are in the game. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, And I'm going to snag it uh, with my lacrosse stick and swing it over to you, Kyle. Kyle, where can folks find you? Well, if you want... um you know, knife twisting delightfulness. Absolutely. Go see Connie. If you want something a little less <laughs> dramatic? <laughs> you can go over to play her allies. <laughs> if you want a nice, if you want a nice sorbet after that, that meaty, meaty meal, like this, <laughs> come and see me over at play Nerd allies. I'm the GM over there. Um, I also run uh, the Foundation for Inclusivity in Gaming, which you can find at figforall.org. And you can find me at Allies Nerd on Twitter. And uh, yeah, if you just like fabulous storytelling, that's what we do over there. We, uh, there's a lot of absolute insanity. 
begins to help in a ritual to summon Leviathan for something called Shark Week, which is where six hags wander into a town and turn a bunch of people into sharks. So <laughs> we are that. now facing a Sharknado. So that's a good time. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Who does not love a good Sharknado? Yeah, uh, in the, everybody. In the that's the kind of stuff that's you'll what find everyone who show. dates me says about my genitals. <laughs> hey! Uh, I'm learning so much about Perseveroth's genitals. Yeah. This, yeah. This so there's a magical portal to pain. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, Just pain, anguish, suffering. Just hating me is a wonderful, beautiful experience. This is why. I, this is why it's so surprising to me that I'm single. <laughs> uh, agree. I'm just going to carry that over very solemnly and yeah, to Jasper. I feel like uh, solemn is the moment right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it and I'll say hi. I am Jasper William Cartwright. You can find me at JW underscore Cartwright. I'm going to be uh, recovering and I'm going to go straight after this and check that my fiance still loves me and it's not all a dream <laughs> because I'm not 100% sure that I haven't no. been rejected by anyone I've ever loved in my life after that. So thank you, Connie, yeah, forever. Uh, yes, and I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll boot this uh, box of sadness over to Liv. Uh, <laughs> box Whoa. of sadness is also another term for my genitals. <laughs> hey. I, I kind of knew it as soon as I, as soon yeah. as I left. I was like, oh, I oh everyone cool. knows it. It carries a flavor. You don't need to see yeah. it to know. <laughs> I thought this was a ball, but it's accidentally, it's the box of sadness. Why am I holding it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why yeah. are you holding it? I don't know. I'll throw it now. Consent. Um, oh my god. You gotta stop. ask first, Liv. I'm so okay. sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> you could find me on Twitter if you would like. Um, at Does Dark Magic. Um, I throw the box away. Apologies. Piss off. Ah! Um, it's fine. Oh, it needs to be recycled Zaya. anyway. Ah. <laughs> Jeremy? Uh, and yeah, I will. I will. Uh, I will leave the box of sadness where it is and instead uh, <laughs> hop on the segue of ending uh, and start to speed towards the exit uh, while shouting that, hello, my name is Jeremy Cobb. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb one. That's Cobb with two B's and the number one. And this has been three black halflings. In case you're hearing us for the first time, uh, we have a whole talk show that we do. We do interviews with people. We've had like most of the people in this call on the show at various points mm -hmm. uh, for interviews. We do uh, uh, we talk about all sorts of different topics, diversity and inclusivity in gaming, uh, nerd stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, lots of laughter, uh, lots of uh, lots of thoughtful conversations. Uh, and we also do uh, some actual play. If you want to hear uh, more actual play that is intermittently uh, difficult to get through in terms of uh, emotionally, uh, but mm. also has a, a fair amount of uh, rip roar and fun mixed in and a whole lot of Connie, uh, go go check out uh, Outlaws and Obelisks. That's, uh, that we just did that Yay. last year. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we do all yeah. sorts of stuff and we got more coming at you very, very soon. Uh, thank you all for Love tuning in. Love me an obelisk. You. Yes, you got it. Well, you got it. Is that also a nickname for your genitals? Egyptians knew. Outlaws yeah, novelists. Egyptians knew. Oh, okay. oh, that's the one that's not. That's the only okay. that's the one. Right. Okay. Come on, Jeremy. You should know this. Everyone knows this. All right. That's the one. Yeah, you have yeah, to make yeah, everything sexual. Known.
Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeremy. Gross. Why did you even bring up uh, someone else's genitals, Jeremy? Jeremy? You know what? Uh, eat better. You're mine. You need to be a filthy, filthy boy. Yeah, uh, I think better. we all need to know you that and embrace it. Boy. Mm-hmm. A filthy, filthy, disgusting boy. You need to boy. have your mouth washed out with soap, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know That's that what I'm going to do it. immediately after I say this, which is so long, Shire folk. So long, Shire folk. <laughs> Don't worry, my box won't be coming back. I'm joking. I'll be back. <laughs> but not my box. That was a HeadGum Podcast.